Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. One of my favorite lessons from my book, God Never Blinks, is this. When in doubt, just take the next right step. It took me a long time to learn that. My life used to be like that game of freeze tag you play when you're a kid. Once tagged, you have to freeze in the position you're in. In real life, whenever something happened, I'd freeze like a statue. I was so afraid of moving the wrong way, of making the wrong decision, making a mistake. The problem is, if you stand still too long in real life, that's your decision. I love the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special, where Charlie Brown stops to see Lucy, the five-cent psychiatrist. Lucy's trying to figure out what's wrong with him. She drills him. Are you afraid of responsibility? Charlie Brown answers, I don't think that's it. How about cats? Are you afraid of cats? Well, sort of, but I'm not sure. Are you afraid of staircases? Are you afraid of the ocean? Or fear of crossing bridges? Maybe you have pantophobia. Do you think you have pantophobia? Charlie Brown asks, what's pantophobia? The fear of everything, she says. That's it, Charlie Brown screams. That's how I felt. I felt like I was afraid of everything. I stumbled through high school using alcohol as my compass. I went to college in my backyard because I couldn't imagine all the steps it would take to apply and get accepted and leave home and live in a dorm at a college outside Ravenna, Ohio, population 10,000. I rode a bus six miles every day from Ravenna to Kent, not because Kent State University was a really good, solid, affordable state school, but because I couldn't imagine how to make the leap and move away to college like my three older sisters and my brother did. They went off to Ohio State University one of the biggest colleges in the country. At Kent, my world stayed small and safe. I ate in the cafeteria with people from high school. A year or two into college, I flunked chemistry. It got too hard, so I quit going to class. I changed my major three times, and then I got pregnant at 21 and dropped out of school. I quit drinking for good, but stumbled through jobs that weren't right for me. A traffic clerk, a legal secretary, an office manager, a funeral home assistant picking up dead bodies? What would I do with my life? The future overwhelmed me. Then one day, a friend I'd met through recovery friends suggested this, just do the next right thing. Just take the next right step. That's it? I could do that. Usually we know the next step to take, but it's so small, we don't see it because our vision is focused too far ahead and all we can see is a giant scary leap instead of a small, simple, clear step. So we wait and we wait and we wait, as if the master plan will be revealed in a massive blueprint rolled out like a red carpet at our feet. Even if it were, we'd be too scared to step on it. I wanted to finish college. I wanted a career I loved instead of a job I endured. But what should I major in? How would I pay for it? What job would it lead to? There were so many unanswered questions. One day, my mom revealed the next right step. Just get a course catalog from the college, she suggested. That's it. I can do that. It was way before the internet. I actually got a catalog. I opened it up and I skimmed the pages with a highlighter and I marked every class that I would like to take just because it looked interesting, not because I had to earn a degree in anything. I sat on the floor in the living room, flipping the pages. At first, I felt like a kid whose favorite class is recess. I marked recreation classes, horseback riding, hiking, backpacking, and then a couple psychology and art classes. 
and then a slew of English classes. I turned every single page of that catalog and read every course description until I found a treasure. News writing, reporting, magazine writing, feature writing. Wow. I skimmed all the way from anthropology to zoology. I finished, flipped back, and looked at what courses I had highlighted. Almost all of them had to do with writing. So I took one writing class, then another, then another. When in doubt, just take the next right step. Do the next right thing. It's usually something small. Il Doctoro once said, writing a book is like driving a car at night. You never see further than your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. That philosophy applies to life, too. The headlights of my car shine about 350 feet, but even with that much light, I can travel all the way from Cleveland to California. I only need enough light to get moving. So I graduated with a journalism degree from Kent State when I turned 30. Ten years later, I got my master's degree in religious studies at John Carroll University. I never even set out to get a master's degree. If I had sat down and counted up all the years, five, the cost, thousands, and the time in the classroom doing homework, doing research, all those late evenings, lunch hours, weekends, I never would have mailed in that first tuition check. I just took one class, then another, then another, and one day I was finished. It was like that raising my daughter. I never dreamed I'd be a single parent for all 18 years of her childhood. My daughter finished high school the same month I got my master's degree. I'm glad I didn't know when I gave birth to her at 21 what it would cost in terms of time, money, sacrifice to bring her to the graduation day it would have terrified me. Every so often, some expert calculates how much it costs to raise a child. It's in the six-figure range. The money doesn't scare would-be parents away. But if someone calculated all the time and energy it took to raise a child, the human race would go extinct. The secret to success to parenting to life is not to count the cost, not to add it all up. Don't focus on all the steps it will take. Don't stare into the abyss at the giant leap in front of you. That view will keep you from taking the next right step. If you want to lose 40 pounds, order a salad instead of fries. If you want to be a better friend, take the phone call instead of screening it. If you want to write a novel, sit down and write a single paragraph. It's scary to make major changes, but we usually have enough courage to take the next right step. One small step and then another. That's what it takes to raise a child, to get a degree, to write a book, to do whatever your heart desires. What's your next right step? Whatever it is, take it. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something possible. <music>